while, has it? It's been too long. Hello, everyone out there. Welcome to the Woogenberry podcast, the premier podcast for what we're going to call this week the Drunken Horny. And what better way to be on a Friday? On a That's Friday. And the reason that we're, well, I am not horny, but <laughs> I am a little bit drunk because I went out to lunch and split a bottle of French champagne with a lovely reader of mine from Brisbane. So thank you very much. I'm uh, suitably tired. And <laughs> what does the horny part come from, Kim? Well, we did touch on this last time. Yes. Toey is a goat herder, I do believe, that's, is that right. phrase. This is not a children's program. No, this is not a children's program. Don't listen to this in the car, like when you're dropping your kids at school. Uh, so, how shall we put it, Mrs. Wee? I can tell you how we put it, Kim. <laughs> Kim rewrote her profile. I did. So, it went from Mills and Boone to Fifty Shades of Grey. And let me tell you, readers, we got some pretty interesting results. <sighs> So after our last podcast recording, I went out to dinner with some girlfriends where there was a substantial amount of champagne consumed. Excellent. And, you know, to, and to which I was complaining quite bitterly about, you know, the desperate need for a, a man. And they all just went, right, this isn't, you don't need a, you don't need a partner. You just want to pash and maybe even get laid. And I went, oh my God, you're right. Yeah. Why would you want a partner? You I were, don't know. You're good at picking them, that's for sure. You were <laughs> shitty. The at track record. Them. I was like, you know, 23 years, I was committed. Yeah. <laughs> to a dickhead. <laughs> just, you know, I was nothing if not stubborn. Mm. Uh, so, anyway, so very funny, like, tra- you know, situation transpired where they were pulling down the shirt that I was wearing and hoiking up the boobs and telling me to look demure. So, <clears throat> there is now this picture of me as my profile on. Myriad <laughs> online dating sites where I think I resemble a Russian hooker from the 1980s. But let me tell you, it's brought all the boys to the yard. <laughs> They're such simple creatures, aren't they? They're so simple. And you know, you know, we talked about it last time about how I was like, you know, I'm just so conscious about my body and so negative about it. And everything. do you know what? Thank they you, don't care. No. They don't care. You got boots, you got working bits. So who's been the standout on your dating whirlwind of recent <sighs> times? Oh, I'd have to say Mr. BMW. Okay, t- tell, tell us about Mr. BMW. Uh, Mr. BMW is a 40-something-year-old uh, management consultant, very successful, um, drives a top-of-the-line BMW convertible, which he very openly um, acknowledges is a just a massive midlife crisis car. Awesome. We love an honest man. And, um, but he's just, you know, and he's a complete Lothario. Like, you know, there's no, um, there's no, but it's just, it's just great. Like, yeah. it's just fun and we spar on text messaging and. That's awesome. And I can send him a text going, so you're getting laid tonight. And he'll just go, yep. <laughs> it's like. Yeah, all the rules have been thrown out. The all the rules were thrown out. And, um, dare we discuss the young'un. <gasps> so. I, it was a very inglorious start to the, you know, the Kim Experiment. dating campaign. <laughs> of 16. <laughs> 2016. <laughs> it's the autumn winter collection. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. The autumn collection. Oh, yeah, quite varied. <laughs> all, play, all relatively pleasant except for... The young'un. The young'un. So the the young'un was the first cab off the rank when I um, 
you know, I actually went onto a different dating site. Any other single women out there who are like, what dating sites do you use? Uh, I was actually suggested to use one called OkCupid. And that name just wants, makes me want to stab it. I know, but it's actually so much better than RSVP or Is that right? Yes, so much better. What's the I mean, you get a lot of you get a lot of detritus, like you know, hello, lovely lady, and you know, wanna fuck, and uh, very you know, very tempting offers along those lines. But you can pick like the smart ones really quickly because you sort of have because grammar and sentence structure. I <laughs> know, because I'm just like you can't string a sentence together and you're not throwing a leg over. <laughs> One must have standards, Kim. <laughs> Two, I do. I, I'm definitely now prolific, but I do have my standards. Yes. Anyway, yes. so the youngin. The youngin. He was one of the first guys who contacted me, and I sort of thought he looked quite cute. He was 25. 25, so a bit older than your son. I do. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and I just thought, fuck it. You know, I just went, and I said to him, I said, technically I could be your mother. <laughs> And he was like, I like older women. And I was like, oh, that's really funny. And I was like, I didn't, it wasn't like I fell for it or anything. I just sort of was like, I literally was just like, this is my whole new approach to it. Of yeah. Like, what the hell? Like, let's go out on a date. Let's go out. What the hell? Like, and time and time again, if it hasn't been really fun, it's been like the youngin who is now just a point of ridicule <laughs> where I sort of arrived and he didn't really look like his picture. And, they never do, and and he didn't really like his picture, and he was just he was just an infant. Like I was sort of, I mean, I knew what he was sort of looked like, but I sort of in my head, like a twenty five year old, is just a really buff surfer dude that's already a bit sort of wizened and just you know like he was childlike, but he was childlike. Yuck! It was just, and I was like, oh, I'm not, oh, I'm not sure about this anymore. So anyway. So stuff started to happen and it was sort of weird and I was so nervous. And and then, um, how should I say, things were happening and I internally, because I still at that point hadn't learned to turn my analytical brain off. So, you know, things were happening and I was like, oh my God, like I'm having sex. <laughs> and he suddenly sort of stopped and got up and I was like, where are you going? <laughs> where are you going? And he, he was done. He, he, he had his happy moment. Aww. And I was like, Tim. You know he's never, ever going to forget you. No, I know. And you know what? I'm really annoyed. I left behind my, I had this really cool leather cuff that mm -hmm. I wore and I left it behind. And I'm like, oh, we might have some creepy shrine like set up to his, you know, my first. <laughs> to his grandma. I swear to God. I swear to God, I was, he was a virgin. There was no other, there was no other explanation. And he just was a complete germaphobe. So sort of almost every position change, he was just like, let's go and have a shower. And I'm like, what? These times have changed since I've been in that department. And you know, there had to be a towel and oh my oh, God. God. So anyway, it reached a point where he was off going, going to have another shower, I think. And I just stood up and went, yeah, I think I'm going to go. <laughs> So that was the low point. You got the low 50 point. Minutes. 50 minutes. 50 minutes I was in there. God. That was the low point. Yeah, that was the low point. But even, I mean, it was hilarious. Yeah. I just go hilarious. And then Mr. BMW was after that. And that was just like, okay, now we're, now we're in the game. <laughs> now we've set the standard. <laughs> now we know. I know what we're doing now. Right. So as you can imagine, beautiful listeners, I've been uh, living through Kim quite vicariously <laughs> for the last few weeks and um, kind of lost track here and there, but she set me straight and... 
and has filled me in on all the snow. Mm. So, um, but do think... you know the main thing out of it? Yes. No. Is it's just fun. Like I haven't had fun like this as an as an adult ever. I mean, I only had kids when I was you know twenty four yeah. and been with the same partner since I was eighteen and you know like I'm just like yeah. Well, like, you're having is this what it's all about. No, well, you're doing what most of us did when we were eighteen to twenty six. Yes. I suspect. <laughs> yes. Um, but you're doing it. Um, yeah. With BMW set of Rav fours, I suppose that's a good way to. <laughs> Say it. Oh, there was there was a rap for them. Okay. Um, yeah. No, I think good on you. Just so as yes. long as you're safe and, and that's and it. You text me. I know every day to make so sure I've that you're my, still. So I've got my I've got my posse of girls, <laughs> which Mrs. Reed is one. Where you know I'm going out and it's like, okay, Mr. BMW X. You know, this is his handle on this dating site. We're meeting here. Yes, and then she has to text. Mm. So that's why we're the premier podcast for the drunk and not horny not eyes. Horny. Quite now. satiated. Yes. <laughs> so she's got a nice, quiet weekend coming up in which to rest. <laughs> yeah. So I know that a lot of you were really interested in an update from Kim on her dating, and I'm just um, delighted that we're able to deliver some good news. Yeah, well, I just can't believe that, uh, yeah, I just, you know, I just didn't ever think I would sit here and go... Well, it's sweet. Getting laid. Getting yeah. laid a lot. And it's a lot of fun. No one's going to argue with you. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Um, on the list this week, every every week that we podcast, which yes. is sporadic at the moment, <laughs> um, we hashtag on the list, which are things that are annoying me. And I'm going to kick off this week with my office chair. Now, my office chair is um, from Office Works. It yes. was delivered. My kids have started picking at oh, the, have too. at the arms, so oh, at the arms gross. now. And the other thing that it does, I'll show you, I'll demonstrate to you, is you pull it up, and then after a few minutes, you start. I sinking. sink down, and Kim's watching this happen now. It happens very slowly. Oh yeah, yeah. And so I have to stand up every sixty seconds to stand up. But the problem I'm having with it, I need to replace it, obviously. But I keep thinking, but if I replace it, then you know that's a pair of shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Priorities. Yeah, priorities. Like, that's a pair of shoes, and I'd rather get shoes than a, a new office chair. But as you can see now, as I am dipping, she's um, sinking below me, below your eyes. <laughs> it, it has to be done, yeah, and it will be done. Yeah, the the picking of the arm thing would absolutely shit me. What about the dropping of the? Yeah, the dropping is just <laughs> annoying, but the picking is like, stop it, leave it alone. Yeah. What's on your list? Nude cakes. Got any chance to mention the word nude around you at the moment? <laughs> So, are you aware of what a nude cake no, is? No, I don't even like the sound of it. Okay, Tell me. so there are these fancy pants, you know, hundreds of dollars for a cake where they ice it and then they scrape most of the icing off. So, you sort of see the cake with just a merest of smear of icing on it. I'm like, the whole purpose of a cake is to be the vehicle for the icing. Like, the icing is the best bit and you're scraping it off. And you're paying a premium for it. Who are these people? Oh, I don't know. Just fancy cake shops. I've never heard of anything more ridiculous in my life. <laughs> and I've heard a lot of things. And the other thing... What that... happens to the icing? Yeah, well, yeah. Just some fat pastry chef out the back snaffling it all down, no doubt, like a don't be, trough. Don't be jealous. <laughs> don't be jealous, Kim. It's a very Why? unattractive treat. Why would you ice a cake and then scrape it off? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me. Oh. Speaking of things that don't make any sense... The US elections. Oh, wow. Did you see Hillary on Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon? No. And uh, he said to her, so, you know, we had Trump on the other night. And uh, did you did you see it? And she went, 
no. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon was like, I'm not hurt. I'm like, you know, and then, and then um, she said, uh, she said, yeah, I think he seems to think a lot more about me than I do about him. And uh, yeah, she was like, game on. If, yeah. if it reaches, if it comes down to the. Oh no, I mean, it's, I, you know, I've been watching this obsessively, as you know. And uh, it will be a Trump v. Clinton showdown. There is no doubt in my mind. And uh, as I was discussing with my beautiful father-in-law yesterday, everyone's kind of stopped laughing now. Yeah. You know, it was all a bit of a funny joke. And it's got to the point now that people are going, eh, (laughs) shit. Yeah. So, you know, it's just an interesting one to keep across. I, I suggest that everyone... Keep across it. What about local local politicians? We always like to well, have a little talk about them. What are they up an to? An election. Oh God, it's already started. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but Turnbull's stumbling. Oh, he's a shocker. Did you see him on seven thirty the other night with Lee Sales? God, what? I could have done a better interview. <laughs> I know. He was ridiculous. I actually, I actually sort of almost couldn't what No, like, I couldn't like, I had to turn it off. Oh, oh this is made, this is making me really uncomfortable. Yeah, and I like you know, I like Lee Sales. I think she's a great mm. interviewer and um, And she wasn't even particularly taxing him. No, he just was all over the shop. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um one of the things, you know, I was doing with my other hat on yesterday, my um writing about the environment was writing about the ALP has just released its environment policy. And, you know, it's a bit thin in detail sort of post 2020, but it's actually, it's actually pretty thorough Mm -hmm. and industry are quite across it and are quite, um, apparently they've just gone about it completely differently to how they went about it last time. Mm -hmm. Heaps of industry consultation and, um, and, um, doing it sort of sector by sector and sort of a soft start, and uh, it'll be it'll be an emissions trading scheme. Yep. But there'll also be this a really much more focused transition to clean energy and mm. sort of starting to move like move away from fossil fuel, you know, powered generators. Mm. So yeah, the I actually you know they've actually come out with something that they've thought of. It's not just slogans, and yeah, yeah, yeah. they've actually got. A policy document that's... Oh, that's good, because I think it's been a long time since we've yeah. actually had a policy well, document for even the, even the Minerals Council of Australia came out and sort of gave it some faint praise, which is sort of saying something. Yeah. If the miners are going to come out and go, oh, actually, that's quite What good. I thought was interesting was a tweet that Mal- uh, Malcolm Turnbull wrote in about 2009, you know, lamenting the fact that our climate change wasn't being pushed through as much as yeah. it was. You know, the, People out there on social media, these things come back to bite you in the ass. So you think about <laughs> what you're writing and tweeting, okay? I know it's certainly bitten me in the ass several times. I even mean, I can't remember one, but I'm pretty sure it has. Um, oh, readers' questions. Keep talking, yes. because they're on my phone and my phone's in the kitchen. Mm. Okay, well, I think one of the readers' questions was they did want an update on my dating. So I think we've covered that quite significantly. Um, in fact, I'm quite impressed with how restrained I have been seeing as my tendency is a chronic oversharer. Uh, so an update is that it is progressing very nicely and thank you for your concern and interest. And are you paying more attention to personal grooming? Yeah. Well, I, I was actually not too bad. There was one guy who was so obsessed with my short hair and um, which on a level was really quite erotic until he sort of started to lick quite aggressively okay, I'm my just, hair. Just, um, cut you off there. <laughs> That um, okay, can we have Kim's latest esca- dating escapades? I think we've done that. And escapades they have been. Yes. How do I overcome writer's block with a 3,000 word subject in a batshit boring assignment in a batshit boring subject? How can I convince 
How do I convince people that workplace health and safety is not a killjoy? I think this is one for you, Kim. <laughs> well, you know, I have a rule and it's just get started. So even if you start in the middle, it doesn't matter. You've just got to... You've just got to get stuck. Once you've actually, it's like, you, you know, it's like breaking the seal. Once you've broken the seal, the floodgates will open. Yeah. What and it's not a kill job, kill joy. That's really important. That's important stuff. Maybe Kim would like to do that for you, Peter, <laughs> but thank you very, very much for your comment. Okay, Lulu, why is IVF so expensive? Well, you're asking the wrong girls here because we tend to get pregnant quite quickly without... Yeah. I think um, it's all those test tubes and yes. and what do they call those? Oh, I can't think of the word now. Okay, point. she also asked, how trashy is the White House going to look if the Donald actually wins? <gasps> yes, imagine the remodelling. Oh, so much guilt. There'd be so much guilt, gilded gold, you know, like... Statuettes. Yeah. Him. Yes. Okay, Lisa, how's your new vacuum going? Oh, I'm so glad someone asked me about this. Oh, my this. God. No, it's been like... Life-changing for those who don't know. I went from a mealy thing that I used to drag around that used to, like, hit my ankles to a Dyson stick thingy, which is still not actually attached to the door and it's sitting next to my fridge. Um, and it's terrific. So anyone um, that was a non-sponsored uh, <laughs> recommendation, what sort of do you have? I don't know. And since we've got the dog, we I don't have to use it that much anymore anyway. I think it's a. I think mine's a Hoover. I don't know. Uh, okay, here's a I question. Don't use it. I, I used to be a compulsive vacuumer, and recent proclivities have curtailed that quite substantially. And she's also after some tips for being a good bridesmaid. I don't give a fuck because <laughs> I have no intention of ever being one again. <laughs> I was a bridesmaid once to my sister-in-law. I didn't really have to do very much. It was in England, so I sort of just flew in, you know. I don't know. What do you what do? You do? I just agree with everything and just don't rock the boat. That's what I say. Yeah. Um, have any of you seen Wide Open Sky? It's amazing. I don't even know what that is. I don't even know what it is. I'm so sorry for that, Kate. Is it a movie? Um, I'm going to look it up. Alison, an idiot's guide to caring for the puppy I take possession of in three weeks. People's advice is freaking me out. Look, it's like having a kid, right? Don't overthink it. Get it used to being outside. Look, I love Isabel. Isabel has um, a little problem at the moment. She's on antibiotics. Um, yeah, just, it's no big deal. Everyone has dogs. Everyone has kids. Don't overthink it. What's she overthinking? I was having looking up wide open spaces. Having a dog. Uh, you know, yeah. Okay, Mary. Today at the supermarket, my two-year-old kept scratching my hand, so I held her hand on the trolley to stop her. Every time we went past a child, she screamed out, my people, I need you. Coles was in stitches by the time we left. <laughs> Question is, has anyone actually been taken out by a gaggle of two-year-olds? Give me two over four any day, I say. Yeah. Four yeah. is the new two. When Grover was really little, um, there was a guy who was um, had dwarfism who lived around the corner from us. And uh, Grover saw him down at the supermarket. And just went, mini, 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 and called him mini, mini. And, like, oh. we'd just go down aisles. And, the thing, and you know, you know when slow motion, your kid's hand comes up oh, and you yeah. sort of go to... And I felt like going up to this guy just going, I'm so sorry. And, like, I've got a child with a disability. We know not to, like, you know... And not that you're disabled, but... Uh, oh, Jesus. It was just appalling. Oh, yeah. Do you know what my kid told sorry, me to you? do? No, no, we've moved on. I don't oh, care. Okay. 
Um, my kid told me this week to calm down. <gasps> oh, <laughs> and later in the day, my husband came home, looked around the messy house, asked what's for dinner. I said, don't know. And he goes, what have you done all day? I'm just going to leave that with you for a minute while I sit back and look at your face. <laughs> what was going on? Apparently, retrograde, what's its name, is in... Oh, something's always life. retrograde. It's I don't just... know, but there were two of them, two of them to do that to me on the one day. What, what did you do to the, you know, just calm oh, down? Went fucking ballistic. Oh, thank God. Calm down! I'll show you calm down! <laughs> <laughs> but he learned that lesson at the age of 12, and I think that's okay for a 12 year old to learn. That's not the bad. other one, the 42 year old, he should have known better. Oh my god. What have you done all day? So what I said to him, What have you done all day? And he goes, I went to work and worked in an office all day. And I went, Yeah. Truth be known, I'd been watching Kardashians <laughs> for most of the day, but that's none of his business. <laughs> oh. oh, I've been blue. We lost our um, beautiful stepfather yes. yeah, two weeks ago to cancer. So I want to talk about living with no regrets mm. because I told him, you know, and I've been spending a lot of time with him, but towards the end I told him everything. Even when he was in and out of consciousness, I told him everything I needed to say. And I'm so lucky that I got the chance to do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I even wrote him a letter and I put it in the pants and gave it to the um, oh, the lady at the funeral home. Luke. So I've written him a letter that no one else will ever read. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. It was just, um, we had a beautiful funeral for him. I mean, he was such a wonderful man. And so well respected and he wasn't even embarrassed by me. <laughs> <laughs> His last outing was actually at the... Um, the launch book, of my book. The book launch. My book launch, Primary School Confidential, in which you've bought it. You can have a look that it's dedicated to John. And that was my, my John, my stepfather. Yeah, who yeah. It's really weird, though. I'm moving through this really weird phase that he's just not here anymore. Yeah, yeah. And I think I've heard that, that, you know, even if you've, even if you've had a lead up, you know, in that he was very unwell. And mm. so you all sort of knew what was coming. Yeah, yeah. still it, doesn't prepare It doesn't you. prepare you at all. Like it's, still just so like they're gone yeah and i swear i keep hearing him it's really oh. weird but as i said like i was there when he passed away and it was just i'll never forget it it was it was actually beautiful in a very strange way mm. and i think you know i was very lucky to have the chance to say goodbye because not a lot of people do have that chance yeah. so yeah. you know living with no regrets it's it's really interesting because i've done a few things lately uh fixed the errors of my ways Really? Yeah, I had a friendship go south a couple of years ago. It was my fault. And um, I just I had this yucky feeling that I have to actually do something about this because if something was to happen and, and I didn't get that friendship back on track, which I missed. So yeah. I went back and, and sort of held out the hand, which was taken, thank God. And it's just made me think about so much deep shit, Kim, about mm. living with regret. Yeah. Because, you know, John's death has made me look at well, that's, everything. Yes. Yeah, and I think you know that. I think that's only natural that when you have such a traumatic thing happen, it makes you question and review everything. Yeah, I mean, you've had some some stuff happen to you in the last couple of years, and you're Ooh. living, you know, your life so happily now, more yeah. happy than you you were ever married. Like, yeah, you're so much happier. I am. So you're not living with any regrets, as no. far as I can tell. No, I don't have. Yeah, I, you're right. Mm. Yep, I just um. 
Yeah, and it's really um, it's liberating. It's liberating. Yeah, I think a lot of people have a lot of problems, have a lot of issues with history that have not been laid to rest. Mm. And um, if you're listening out there and you've got something that you really should go and do, swallow the frog, frog my friends, because uh, it's life's yeah. better without. And the I think shackles take the shackles off my feet so I can dance. Yes, and it's that you know so often we're just too scared, mm. and you've just you've just got to stare that down. Mm. Yeah. And just go. I I am. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna yeah. swallow that frog and, and deal with that situation. Yeah, because even if the outcome isn't what I was hoping for, the issue has been dealt. The issue with. has been resolved. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go and put the kettle on. Ooh, okay. We'll come like back. A lovely idea. Come back in a minute. All right. And we're back. We're back with our fresh hot cup of tea. Oh, revived. Revived. We touched on you know some. Sparkle and light and dark and shade. dark and shade. We really are a very versatile. <laughs> we are duo. Talented. Talented. Talented is you know intelligent. Yes. Articulate. Attractive. I well yes I think so. <laughs> oh, I'm having a day. You know when you have those days and you're like really. No, you're looking you're looking mighty fine. Mrs. Am Lee. I? Yeah. yeah, I think I've just been through the tumbler a few times. I'm very tired all the time, to be honest. Yeah, well, you've had a big emotional I did. couple and of weeks, months. Do you know, tomorrow I am packing my bags and this mum has taken herself to Phuket for a, for a week of blowing down. <sighs> Sorry. A week. That's a so week nice. of not having to lift a finger. And will they bring you like cocktails? They will bring me everything, all of the things. And I'm taking 12 beautiful readers with me. So I've got plenty of shoulders to cry on and laugh on. <laughs> what else are we oh going to talk about in this pre- premiere podcast? Uh, I think we need to introduce a new uh, regular segment on fashion. Fashion? I have become quite the show pony. Is that now that you're date on the dating yeah. scene? There's new underwear has been procured. Ooh. Uh, um, back wearing stockings and high heels. Oh, high heels. They're but the devil's work. I have, uh, I have invested in my first pair of drop crotch pants. Do you know they are the most divisive thing, <laughs> thing that I think I can think of since leg warmers? Yep. You're either yep. team drop crotch yep. or team no. Well, it was our beautiful friend Beth from Baby Max advice that she had bought a pair and they were just the most comfortable and blah, blah, blah. And I just went, you know, I think I'm going to get on that train. Yeah. Comfort factor high. Oh, they're so good. Room for farts to fly around in. <laughs> when you fart in tight pants, that tends to make a really bad noise. Yeah. I like a squeaking dog. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah I've got a friend. Crotch, where are they from? A Bohemian Traders. Traders. Now, Bohemian Traders is an Australian label. Started by a girl called Emily, who was oh. a blogger friend. Oh. She used to write, and still does, The Beetle Shack. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did not know that. And, it, ironically, this is not sponsored by Bohemian Traders, I just got a dress in the mail from them yesterday to take to Phuket. Oh. Yes. I might need to look at that later. Just I think you as do. Because I was looking at dresses on their website going, mm, I don't know, you know, the boobs and the... Yeah, no, I love this dress. Oh, I put it on Eve. His name continues to be a secret. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag sorry. <laughs> well, I must say, I'm very disappointed in the, um, the stuff in the stores at the moment. Yeah, go on. 
like Countryroad does their spend and save, and I am a VIP loyal customer. And I'm yes, always you're in always there. A, I'm always in yeah. there. I know exactly what's going on. And I could not find one thing to spend and save on. Everything is period stain colours red. <gasps> I've noticed everything. Claret. Everything's claret. Claret and grey and rust. Or worse, burgundy. Burgundy. I just cannot get on board. <laughs> I did read. I did read one of your um, comments the other day about how you weren't wearing period blood clot coloured clothing, and then everything I've seen since then mm. has been that colour. It's that colour, and I'm not. I'm not having it. I tell you what else I did uh, purchase mm-hmm. was a pair of ankle boots. I see have those. a heel. The Cuban heel. I know. Rest in peace, Prince. <laughs> yeah, Cuban's <laughs> taken on your legacy. The passing of the poor purple man. I know. Wasn't that a shock? It was actually. It was a really big shock. It was a shock because I tried so hard to get make it about yourself, Mrs. Luke. Make it about yourself. I tried so hard to get tickets to see him in February. I remember. I know, and I I have seen him in concert before, and that man was just bullshit clever. Yeah. Bullshit clever. Well, um, Jimmy Fallon also had a, was talking about reminiscing about Prince the other like a couple of nights ago, and it was very funny story about how Prince wanted to um, uh, have a game of ping pong against him. And Susan Sarandon has a ping pong hall, mm-hmm. one of a better club in New York. And uh, so he sort of arrived and the, you know, one of the waitresses went, oh, you're here to see the Prince. Yes, yeah. And they were behind these curtains and he was standing there apparently like side on with the bat going game on like, <laughs> and then he played this whole game and then he won and then prince won and the ball went flying off the off the table and jimmy fallon said he was down on the floor trying to find it and he got back up and prince had gone it just vanished i like that man isn't that great i like him very much <laughs> i love someone who's a bit eccentric yeah so do i and he totally got away with it yeah and like you know and I wrote something somewhere, I can't remember where I'm writing these days, but I wrote something somewhere saying, like, you know, the, the music of our youth, where they were such musicians, and now they just... I was walking past the television, the boys were watching some bullshit rubbish music, <laughs> where four girls are standing around at a construction site just basically sh- wiggling their tits. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not music! That's not women, what women look like! Turn that rubbish oh, off! Oh, get off my lawn! Get off my lawn! And I could imagine that my grandparents would have said the same thing about Elvis. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, as our parents were saying about Prince. Yeah, exactly. Oh, how times have changed. Oh, I know, I know. Hey, um, now another regu- regular segment that we always touch on is food. Mm-hmm. And, and my hashtag every fucking night about what we're cooking for dinner. Mm-hmm. So everyone, you need to get on board. Hashtag every fucking night. And whatever you're cooking, Instagram it. And uh, also, this week I did a blog post on you every did. fucking night. And everyone got on board. Not a reader's share. I didn't even. I wasn't able to put all the photos up because it's taken me forever. <laughs> um, but there's some really good. My favourite was a, a bottle of wine. Yeah. And fruit. It, and it, she said she has fruit for dinner every night. I love her. Yeah. And the one who had the empty packet of Tim Tams. No mint slices. Mint slices. Yeah. Mint slices. Well, yeah. mint fruit yeah and then someone had a great picture up of just some white bread toast with tinned spaghetti on it on it yeah and she's like i could slave away for hours the kids would need it and i dish this up and i'm queen i oh, know <laughs> and the bowl of baked beans with the cat yeah was also one of my favorites 
So, so yeah, what have, what's been on high rotation in your dinners for your dinners of late? Uh, well, there was a long period of no cooking because I couldn't be bothered. Oh. Um, How does that go um, down with the family? I just make them bacon and eggs. Oh, okay. Breakfast for dinner. Yeah. It's championship stuff. What am I doing? Well, Kim's kindly brought me over some homemade sausage rolls. rolls for dinner tonight, so that's that done. Um, what have I done this week? I'll tell you what I... I, I can't even think. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what I did this week. Oh, show off. I did do a fancy pants every fucking night. Yeah. And I did these beef short ribs. Yeah. Slow braise in stout, like in so dark beer and balsamic vinegar. How and was just, the reception? They, they just demolished it. And one of them actually went, that's the best dinner we've had in, in quite some time. And I went, excuse me? <laughs> like... Okay, we'll just preface that. Kim has four teenage boys, so they basically like a locusts on a... They'll strip a carcass there, won't yeah, they, in, uh, in under 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And so that was a that was a big feature. I'm actually going to put that up on the blog this week because it was very easy. Like, it's not a big fancy, lots of chopping. There's just one onion and some garlic. Like, it's really easy. Yes, so, I'd, like to, and it's a, I'd like to look at that recipe. <laughs> I love looking at recipes. And then I just did some mash with it, but I put a big heaped teaspoon of horseradish. Horseradish mash. Yeah. Can you tell me your thoughts on cauliflower mash, please? No. I cannot. I can virtually... Uh, Why is everyone cauliflower so and, <laughs> Cauliflower and I have a very troubled relationship. Really? It's a bit like me and eggplant. Well, yes. Eggplant would fall in there too, actually. I just... And Artichokes. what is this? Like... Like cauliflower rice and cauliflower couscous. I'm going, no, it's cauliflower. Yeah, like, but why Why are people just not using rice? Oh, because, you know, carbohydrate is this work. Is there gluten in rice? No, no, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Oh, someone out there will tell us. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Brace for impact. <laughs> um, yeah, cauliflower rice <laughs> yeah, is, I'm not is just, a, it's just the latest thing, along with your nude cakes and your freak shakes and your crown-ups. <laughs> Give me a bloody sun-dried tomato. <laughs> Whatever happens a with that good old... A tapping yard. A tapping yard. <laughs> a sun-dried tomato. A focaccia, if you will. When a Kim salad and... with a raspberry vinaigrette. <laughs> when Kim and I were at uni at Chelsea University Bathurst, there was a fancy cafe called Ziegler's. <gasps> yes. And they seriously, they traded on those 90 food trays <laughs> so well. Long before the fritter. That was the, that was the place, wasn't it? Yep. They used to make a sun-dried focaccia, chicken, pesto, basil thing and chuck it in the toaster. Yum. I, I can't really think about food, though, because I'm still a bit drunk from lunch and yeah. I ate a lot of honey king prawns. <laughs> Mrs. Wig very kindly brought me home some honey king prawns and some fried rice, which I basically vacuumed. I like it. It was like a Labrador. You've never seen anything like it. was it. like a Labrador. Was like a, I was like, I'm like, a Labrador. I was like, slow down, guys. What eating today? I don't want you to choke and have one of those moments like Mama Cass did. Like, she choked on a prawn in the kitchen. <laughs> Hi guys, hi boys. Just ringing to let you know. Yeah, you, you Mum ate the prawns too quickly. She's no longer with us. Now bring me over those short ribs. Oh god. Um. Yes. So uh, I tell you what's very good because I haven't been baking as much as I normally do, which is a shame for everyone. Which is a shame for everyone, but mainly because 
the weight loss campaign has ratcheted up a gear because the prospective sex with strangers makes you just want to look your best that you can. So I'm not baking very much. Oh, what do the kids think about that? Not the sex with strangers part, because they're <laughs> pretty sure they don't want to know. <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't had... There was a fair bit of Anzac biscuit making, but they don't really do much for me, so that's all right. I didn't eat them. What was but, that cake um, you made for Adam and me in the... Oh, uh, was that carrot cake? Was that the, no, that was that the banana one with the caramel icing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just ring me up when that's happening again. Yeah, all right, I can do that. Uh, speaking of cake and icing and baking, you wanted to touch on gastric banding. Yes, I did. I've got several friends now who have undergone gastric banding, whatever. I think there's a whole, there's a couple of different ones. I don't know. I'm just going to lump it all under, under the same. Yeah thing and one of them i opened the door to the other day i did not recognize her she has lost 80 kilos i can't even fathom 80 80 like that's me that's a human yeah she looks amazing wow she looks amazing so that's drastic I mean, has she has to... she like got all the saggy skin though no she didn't i asked oh. uh, you know me i asked eight thousand questions <laughs> Um, no, she didn't have to have it. It just sort of all sprung back, which was great. She's young? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, bastard. Yeah, skin elasticity. I know. You don't appreciate it, it until it's gone. Oh, collagen. Where art thou, collagen? <laughs> now I can, like, sort of pull my cheek out. It'll stay there for about an hour and a half. <laughs> well, now that, the, now that the guts are going down, they're sort of, like, it's... I mean, they're not sucking in. They're just going down. It's just really quite... Thank God these activities happen in the dark, is all I can say. And then I've got boobs, that seems to distract them. Oh, and your eyebrows are, quote, on fleek at are the moment. They? Do you know on fleek? Have you heard no, of that? No, no. Yeah, I just, all these new sayings that the oh, young'uns are coming goodness. out with. I'm just getting involved. <laughs> I've got to write for an audience, Kim, and I need to know what's going on. On fleek. On fleek. I don't, and by Felicia. Oh, no, what's that? Bye-bye, Felicia. If someone's annoying you online, you just write bye, Felicia. Oh. That's what the young'uns are doing. <laughs> Come to me, Kim. I've got all the answers. God, look at these crazy kids. I know. Yeah, well, you've got to keep... They keep me young. On fleek. How do you spell it? F-L-E-E-K. On oh, fleek. Gosh. Everyone go and Google it. Now you need to know these things, particularly when you're talking about yes. someone's eyebrows. So it's not on point anymore. It's on fleek. On fleek. Radio. Gosh. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. And your eyebrows are on fleek. So trot those out on your next date and look at the admiration come in. Okay. All I have to say to you, what the hell are you talking about, yes. woman? Yeah, yeah. Let me look at your boobs again. Yeah, yeah that's right. I tell you what, we have to dip back to the fashion thing because yep. once you actually start going out with a, a bit of regularity, like not huge, but you need more sexy clothing. Like, I've got one black dress that sort of shows the girls, and that's about it. I'm no, like, not nothing. I've got <laughs> jeans and T-shirts, baby. You're going much better than me. Well, I'm just like, I need to find me some sexy outfits. Where, was, where would one even start? Oh, no. <laughs> that's my question. I'm just like, I don't even no, know. No, no, to be honest, I see a lot of slutty-looking shops, but they're all tiny, tiny They're all sizes. tiny. They're all, like, size sixes. I just want some... You know, things that the girls... What about can... nice Maggie Tavarish shift dress? <laughs> With a nice autumnal scarf. I did buy I did buy two frocks from ASOS. Yes. Um, which are 
which are sort of quite nice. One of them's quite a pale pink, which is weird. That's not a you colour. That would not go with your maroon <sighs> hair. Very strange. It actually looks all right, but it's the whole, yeah. I went when I, I went out the other night and you know, I had the only black dress on. And as we were sort of walking to this restaurant, this woman was walking out with her partner and just clocked my boobs and gave me the filthiest look. <laughs> I was just like... Jealousy's a curse, my friend. <laughs> just Jealousy's was like, a curse. Oh, you know. Yeah, you know, women, we're our worst enemies. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Ain't that really the truth? funny. I just sort of went, oh, That's on point. She didn't like that. Well, she doesn't have to look at them anymore, does she? No. No. So, yeah. Um, and then you were going to tell me that you bought some dresses too. Oh, yeah, you bought the no, dress from Bohemian Traders. Bohemian Traders dress. I'm very happy with it. And you can try it on as soon as we finish talking. Lovely. Um, what else are we going to talk about? I don't know. You write the list. What's on the list? I know. It just was really tardy with the list. I hear a little boilet. <laughs> that could be our cue. I think that's our cue that uh, the kids are coming home and we've got to go. We've got to go. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Woodenberry, the premier podcast for Waiting everything for and everything. And Thanks so much for joining us. <laughs> and we'll see you again next week. Goodbye. Bobby thumbed a diesel down. Just before it rained, it rode us all the way into New Orleans. I pulled my harpoon out of my dirty red bandana. I was playing soft while Bobby sang the blues. Windshield wipers slapping time, I was holding Bobby's hand in mine. We sang every song that driving knew.